0: Episode 1 – Resistance and Low Vibrational Energy Hi, I'm Ruth Elizabeth Hancock and welcome to The Energetic Universe, which is my new podcast. Over the past three years, I've been researching for my book and this podcast is the culmination of all the information that I've been discovering over the past three years – And it's allowing me to talk about spirituality and the science of spirituality, which is essentially what my book is about, in a far deeper way. So I'll be covering lots of topics that are in my book, and more, because obviously I'm still researching, I'm still learning, and I'm still understanding more about this energetic universe we live in. Which has not only helped me to eliminate depression, but it's also helped me to improve my life in so many ways and has truly empowered me as I learn more about the universe that we live in, and understand how humans and our planet fits into this greater universe, which is essentially all energy. And that brings me on to this first episode, which is all about resistance and low vibrational energy. Because the reality is that we only see around 1% of what's around us, which means that there's a whole world around us that we can't see. And this is how cameras can capture things that we can't see with our own eyes, because it's not just that our eyes have not evolved to see these things, it's also our brains, and our brains are filtering out things around us all the time that don't make sense to it. Our brain wants to make sense of the world we live in and the reality we live in, which is why our brain allows us to see What our belief structures believe. I actually find this hugely empowering because it means that in time, as we go on, we'll be able to see or reprogram our brains into seeing much more of this energetic universe that we live in. And I've often wondered if maybe this new generation of children coming in can already start to do this. As we are working more and more on shifting belief structures or limiting beliefs that are not helping us in this lifetime, we're actually removing them from our DNA and changing the expression of our genes, which means that the next generation or the children who are coming after us will not have the same limiting beliefs and belief structures that we have. And they will be able to see and experience a far different reality to the one that we're currently experiencing. Which brings me back to resistance and low vibrational energy. So I thought I'd start with this episode because I feel that we're living in a very low vibrational world. And if you imagine the amount of fear that we currently have in this world. Fear is by default low vibrational. It is one of the, the most low vibrational Frequencies that there is, and yet we are living in a world that is filled with fear, which means that it's also by default filled with low vibrational energy. So, if you imagine that although we are living in this low vibrational energetic world, think about it in terms of resistance. Low vibrational energy is denser, it's heavier. And when I visualize it in my mind, it feels like fog, dense fog, trying to walk through mud. And if your life is feeling a bit like wading through mud, maybe things keep going wrong, or maybe you just feel constantly exhausted and like life is just not working in the way that you, that you want it to, in the way that you're trying to make it. Now, of course, there could be many reasons for this. But what I want to look at today is resistance, because this is resistance that's caused by us and the the low vibrational energy that is surrounding us or coming off us. And we can see it as the fears or worries or anxieties, maybe the worries or fears of doing something new, maybe the fear of being taken out of your comfort zone, and your subconscious mind will often try and block you from moving out of your comfort zone into doing new things. For example, recording this podcast, my first podcast for this new show, has taken me three times because things just kept going wrong over the last week. The first recording ended up deleting itself, which I have no idea how that happened, and the second one had so much static running all the way through that I couldn't use it in the end. So now, the third one I'm recording. And of course, in the physical world, I've done things to, to make it better. For example, I've downloaded new software, I've changed my headphones, and I've done what I can in the physical world to change things. But there's the energetic world as well. And this, of course, is the 99% of what's around us that we can't see. And I think that understanding that we are surrounded by different frequencies, low vibrational, high vibrational energy, I feel is hugely empowering in our lives because when we start to work with this energy in different ways, which I'll discuss today, we can actually start to to get our life back on track. So after making the physical changes in my world, last night I made the energetic changes in my world, as in I started to clear the low vibrational energy from my field using tools that I'll discuss today I started looking into my energy field to understand where this resistance is coming from of course there's always fear in there but it's looking at what what is this fear made of why is this fear there and for me doing something new in this way I always have this balance which involves me looking at how much time I have to spend on my business and then how much time I need to spend with my kids. So there's always going to be that balance and that resistance, which as I'm consciously aware of it, I, can, I know that it's going to come up. And I can, if you like, preempt this and know that it's something that's going to come up a lot. So if you imagine this resistance as low vibrational energy which consists of fear or worries or any low vibrational frequencies, thoughts, feelings that we may be having and you can imagine that this is surrounding our physical body and it's surrounding our energy body but also is within our energy body in the form of belief structures, limiting beliefs, limited thoughts, thought forms, etc., then one can imagine how this can create a low vibrational fog around our body. And then it makes sense that this would create a sort of resistance or force. It's going to be hard because our physical body is trying to get work through or wade through this low vibrational density, this low vibrational fog. And it's going to be harder. Life is going to feel harder. It's going to feel like wading through mud. Things are going to be harder to to manifest or create in our life. If we imagine these thought forms of this low vibrational fog, then because it has lower density, it is more matter and less energy, which then over time can materialize into something which feels very real, which something even can become physical. We can manifest or materialize into a physical form. Now, this is consciousness, which we don't yet fully understand, but consciousness creates form, consciousness creates matter. And certainly other civilizations that are living in other parts of this universe are already able to harness and manipulate consciousness in this way to dematerialize and materialize in order to create the physical form of their body. So this is something that is very new for us, but it's something which when you look at our world and our body, As a much wider energetic entity that it is, we can see that we're really only seeing 1% of the true picture around us. And seeing how this can be holding us back in our physical reality, in our lives, and looking at ways that we can help to reduce this or clear this energy, I think can make a huge difference in our lives. So because thought forms can be seen as limiting beliefs in the physical world or limited belief structures, we now know about neuroplasticity and how we can change our neural pathways. So limited thoughts or limiting beliefs that we may have developed in this lifetime, in our childhood, or even brought in from other lifetimes, can create, on a physical level, in this physical body, in this physical lifetime that we have, it creates a at the first neural pathway, which is developed in our childhood, usually before the age of seven. This then creates our reality because then we start to see everything around us as this limited belief that we picked up in our childhood that we may have developed or thought of or understood in our childhood. So we can use physical, to, to, we can use physical tools to change this using neuroplasticity and this is where we can use positive affirmations or positive mantras and even active meditations also known as guided meditations where we are literally rewiring the subconscious mind. These neural pathways if you like can be seen as the expression of the subconscious mind and to change the subconscious mind we only have to use repetitive action so this repetitive action could be in the form of affirmations, mantras, reframing things, just repeating things to yourself again and again, rewriting things, writing things down every single day, or using guided meditations, active meditations that you listen to every day in order to rewire your, your brain. And it does eventually rewire on a physical level because the, the neural pathways literally reform And create new neural pathways now if they're very deep-rooted beliefs belief structures then you can we can revert back to type but if you keep doing working in this way just keep doing the affirmations keep doing the mantras keep doing the meditations eventually it will make it far far easier for you to come out of this this limited thought patterns limited thought forms however there's still the energy that he's created. So it's something that, you know, we possibly need to do for quite a while, but we can rewire our brain in as little as 21 days, because that's how long it takes to change that habit. But I would always be more aware of really deep-rooted limiting beliefs that you can see that have run through your entire life, and you can see patterns where they've just popped up again, again, again. These, I think, are harder to, to change, that's not to say they don't change instantly, because I think on an energetic level they do, but whenever we've whenever we've created anything, we have created the energy of it and the physicality of it as well. So being aware of the, the energy around things, the energy around thought forms, the energy around neural pathways or limiting beliefs, the energy around what we have created in our world, I think is a hugely important thing to remember. So on an energetic level, we can do things like cutting cords. So cords could be coming off our chakras or our energy body, which are energetically attaching us to thought forms or even thought forms that have become entities. And so cutting the energy between our energy body and the thought form or entity around us is something that we can do here. Also, we can visualize ourselves stepping into a ball of white light and then setting the intention for all thought forms or belief structures that are not serving us well to be energetically cleared. Now, the thing about this is that we need to create awareness of what these thought forms or limiting beliefs or limited thoughts are first so that our brain can understand what it is actually doing so we we run our lives through setting intentions the more intentional we are the more conscious we are about things the more our life will work better for us because our intention directs our energy and this is fundamental so we run our lives through our intention so we can set an intention for anything and we can also use metaphors for our subconscious mind as well which i'll talk about in a bit So we can set the intention, but the more specific we can be and the more awareness that we can create in our brain first, the better this is going to work. And I find the best way to understand what's in our energy field or what's in the energy field of our mind is to use tools such as journaling. When we write, we are our hand is connected to our subconscious mind and it's amazing what can come out. We can literally write the answers to so many different things which we're not able to access through our brain, through our conscious mind, but we can but we but is still the information is still in there in our subconscious mind. So we can access it in that way instead. We can also access it from our subconscious mind through meditation. And we we can also ask questions to our subconscious mind or to our energy because we can feel or sense or know that things are there. So we can feel the resistance and we can then feel into our energy field through our mind's eye, through meditation, feeling into our energy field to understand what is that resistance, where is that resistance coming from. And this is how I know that I still have resistance around being too busy and not being able to spend time with my children. And that's something which I'm always working on and always juggling in my own life, looking at how I can physically make changes in my own life in order to stop my subconscious mind from worrying about that and then creating more thought forms or more low vibrational energy or resistance around it. So we can ask questions to our energy and we can also feel into our energy field with our hands and understand where we feel blockages, where do we feel resistance, where do we feel like a different sense or feeling on our hands. And this is how intuitive medicine or energy medicine works. And it's something that you probably would have to start practicing, but eventually you can start feeling this and you can start feeling into the resistance of where it's located in your body. And then you can start looking at how to energetically clear that and understand which part of your body is it located in and why is it located there. And this is also how our energy can get trapped in our body as well through low vibrational emotions or traumatic events or experiences that then trapped energy in our body, which we'll talk about over the coming months more in more detail. But today, I really want to just focus on resistance Because this is something that if you can start to clear this resistance, your life can work so much better for you on an energetic level, which means that your manifesting can work better for you because manifesting is on an energetic level. And it also allows you to move away from your mind, your brain quite so much because a lot of the time we're so overthinking, we're using our analytical mind so much, too much, and it's not the mind or our analytical mind that's going to clear these things. It's our subconscious mind we want to get into, which is attached to our energy field, which is attached to the energetic universe around us and has a lot of information in it, which we want to access that information. So using our conscious mind, our analytical mind, is not the right way of doing it. If you like, it's a bit like banging your head against a brick wall. It's just You're just sort of coming at it, trying to push the answers out of your conscious mind. When your conscious mind doesn't have the answers, it's the subconscious mind that has the answers. So your conscious mind is going round and round in circles, trying to access information that it can't access. Now, we can access the subconscious mind through the conscious, which is what transcendental meditation is. And in, in fact, any form of meditation. So when you meditate, you do open up the if you like, the bridge between the conscious and the subconscious mind, which allows you then to access more of your subconscious programming, your subconscious thinking, your belief structures, things that may have been that formed in this lifetime, in your childhood, in past lifetimes, you know, whatever it may be. And you can start to access other information. You can also start to access you know traumatic events that have happened so these I think are are easier to access because I feel like our subconscious mind is continuously showing us these pictures imagery images all the time to show us this traumatic experience that we need to we need to be working on we need to work through because we don't have as humans we don't have the ability to be able to energetically clear things from our field in the way that the animal world often do. So if you look at animals such as the springbok um, in South Africa, and you see that after they've been chased by a predator and they've managed to escape, they then go away and they energetically vibrate their body to clear all the energy, to clear the low vibrational energy, to clear the trapped energy out of their energy field. And then they're able to then step back into their, their normal life without having this low vibrational energy hanging around. So we don't have that ability, although we can, you know, we can do things like um, exercise, massage, you know, um, tapping, any of these sorts of things to start clearing energy, but we need, energy needs a direction for us. So we need the mind, we need the intention to give it that direction, which is why it's helpful for us. To be able to understand what it is that we need to be working on. Where where is our energy going? So setting intentions to send our energy in the direction of where where we want it to go. And secondly, setting intentions to understand what it is that we want to clear from our energy field. And as I said before, the easiest way to do this is journaling, if you're new to this. But when you get good at reading your own energy or reading the energy in your own energy field... Then, and, and of course, other energy fields as well, other people around you, we can then understand more about what's in there and start to clear resistance or low vibrational energy of things in our energy field which are holding us back and, and creating resistance and stopping us from stepping into, you know, the, the world that we want to live in, stopping us from creating or manifesting what it is that we, we want to create in our lives. So if we now take these thought forms or low vibrational energies or density or fog that we have created in our energy field around us and we imagine this as this is the frequency that we're vibrating at and of course as the laws of physics indicate this is the frequency that we're going to be attracting back to us. So if you imagine that we're now creating more of this low low density fog, this low vibrational energy around us because not only have we created our own, our own resistance, our own low vibrational fog, but we're now, we're now attracting all of those frequencies, the same frequency or similar bands of frequencies to us. So we're now all starting to join together in the collective unconscious, unconsciously of course. And this is something which Vedam Zeeland refers to as energy pendulum. So he's defined something as energy pendulums. Which is, if you like, an energetic pull. So the, the, the bigger this pendulum gets with the same frequencies or frequencies in that same band, you can imagine that this, on an energetic level, is getting bigger and bigger and bigger. So of course, you know, if you see it as people, people start to gather together. People who think the same, who feel the same, start to gather together in these same energy pendulums. And these energy pendulums can become huge you can see that social media is an energy pendulum religion politics culture culture hierarchies you know and many many more you can see that all of these things are energy pendulums and this is now creating an energetic pull which if you like your low vibrational energy or your resistance or your thought forms have now magnified because they've connected with others around you so If you're not energetically aware of this, or you're not energetically able to see this, then on a physical level, you're sort of stuck inside these pendulums without knowing that you're stuck inside them. And this is creating a pull for you. And that energetic pull means it's going to be far harder for you to get out of this energy pendulum. But of course, the first thing that you can do to get out of these energy pendulums is to create awareness of it to create awareness of the fact that you're in it and you can do this by starting to look around at all the people who are in your your sphere who are you know in your reality start to look at your reality around you and look at what's the reality that you've created or maybe not you've created but your your energy your energy field your energy body has created it through attraction through frequency attraction so when you wake up and you start to to see the reality around you based on energetic frequencies, it's I find this hugely empowering because you suddenly think, oh gosh, yeah, I'm in an energy pendulum. And then once you have that awareness of it, you can step out of it. Now, physically, it might take a while to step out of because you know vibrationally on a vibrational frequency level you start to change your you know you change your frequency straight away but obviously we need to work on staying in that frequency as many times as we can which means staying in those high vibrational frequencies as often as you can raising your vibration as often as you can and this is something which you know as we said before to change the subconscious mind we need to use repetitive action So whatever you do is going to make a difference, but it's probably going to take around three, four weeks, maybe even three months to actually physically properly break out of this energy pendulum because although energetically you break out of it the second you decide to, the second you set the intention to break out of it, your energy is now starting to move off into a different direction. But physically, you're still in that same reality. You're still in that same world. You haven't been able to change the physical reality around you yet because you need to change things on a physical level but energetically you're starting to change so you create awareness around what it is you want to change you start journaling to change, to, to create awareness you start reading into your energy field to create awareness you meditate to become more coherent And you start to have this dialogue with your subconscious mind which essentially is all about imagery, symbols and metaphors. So when you're meditating and you're talking to your subconscious mind you are going to be seeing lots of different images and symbols and it's about understanding what they're actually, what they mean, what they're trying to say to you and understanding if they're messages from your subconscious mind or if they're actually something that you're seeing in the energetic world around you. Because we can see energy through our mind's eye. And this is something which is being researched a lot. We now have studies that are showing that we can even read books through our mind's eyes. And it's showing that we don't need our physical eyes to be able to see this energy world around us. We can see the energy world around us, which is physical form as well, because everything is energy. And we can, we can see all of it around us through our mind's eye. So our mind's eye is the, the, the third eye chakra or the penile gland, which is located there, or, you know, however you want to view these things. But essentially, as for me anyway, is, you know, I feel that the physical world that we see around us, you know, is great, absolutely. But when we close our, our eyes and we look through our mind's eye, The energy world that we see around us is so much more vibrant, huge and multidimensional. And of course, we'll talk about different dimensions and, and, you know, so forth as we go into more episodes. But I wanted to start my podcast or my new podcast with talking about low vibrational energy and resistance because I feel that this is very topical for where we are in the world at the moment. We have a lot of fear There's a lot of contracted energy and we need to get back to that expanded version of us, that expanded energy, which of course is our consciousness. You know, we are consciousness, everything is consciousness. We'll go, we'll go into a lot more detail as we go through over the coming months. But just to get this understanding of this sort of energetic universe, this energetic world that we live in, which is consciousness, and consciousness of course is information. So if you feel that maybe you're stuck in an energy pendulum, maybe a pendulum of fear, how do you get out of this pendulum? Well, as I said, first it's creating awareness, so you need to wake up to the fact that you're in one. And then after that, it's about then clearing these frequencies from your energy field. So, you know, things like guilt, shame, you know, it's looking at where they come from, where where does this guilt come from, where does this shame come from, and then start working on those limiting beliefs, those belief structures that are keeping you stuck in that frequency. Things like fear, it's looking at, you know, where are you fearful in your life? What is it that that you're fearful of? What are you scared of? And of course, extracting yourself from everything that is making you scared. So this is why I don't watch the news anymore or read newspapers. And it's absolutely changed my world. They don't currently sell newspapers using positivity. Although I must say, if there was a newspaper that just only ever wrote about positive things, I might be actually inclined to buy it just so that I can then start to... to have that as a pendulum. You now we start to to have the raising your vibration pendulum or the positivity pendulum where more and more people can step into this this positive thinking. And in fact there are these, you know, now I've stepped out of the pendulum of fear. I've now stepped into many many pendulums which are all about raising your vibration, about improving the world, improving the environment, making things better for for humans, for humanity. So meditation groups, there are many meditation groups over the world where they're working on changing the the energetic pull. And in fact, all they need to do is create a a tipping effect, 1% of the world's population needs to be meditating in this high vibrational way in order to create a tipping effect, which will then tip the rest of the, the world as well. So These energy pendulums can be very powerful and we can start creating positive energy pendulums in order to shift or pull the world back as the pendulum. You see, imagine the pendulum being pulled back. We create the positive pendulum to pull more people back into this positive pendulum and away from the negative or the low vibrational pendulums. And that's what many people are doing in this world, including myself, And so, you know, when we wake up to the fact that we may be stuck in a fearful pendulum, then once you've woken up and you've created the awareness of it, then it's about going out there and actively finding positive pendulums to step into. And stepping into those in order to then start to create this momentum, this build-up of positivity. And this pendulum will start to get bigger and bigger and bigger. And that's how we can energetically start to change things in the world now. So as we're coming to the end of this podcast, let's just quickly recap on the things that you can do. If you feel that you have resistance in your physical reality, in your world around you, maybe things aren't working as well as you wanted to. Maybe lots of things are going wrong. Maybe you're you're just not able to manifest or create what it is that you're trying to create. Maybe you're working hard in your business, taking lots of action, but things are not working. So then we can feel into our energy and start to feel into where is that resistance coming from? What is that resistance? And we can do this through journaling, we can do it through meditation. And then once you're once you're in this silent, quiet space, you can either start talking to your energy, or you can just sit in silence and allow whatever needs to, to needs to come out to flow through, so that you can create conscious awareness of it. You can use visualization exercises to cut any cords from any of your energy body. You can step into a a ball of light and set the intention that everything is going to dissolve out of this ball of light and all that's left inside it is you inside this high vibrational ball of light and you make the intention or you set the intention that everything that is not your energy is to leave this ball of light and you are now completely in your own energy and in fact on a a day-to-day basis you can just create the habit around setting the intention to clear your energy field of all energy that doesn't belong to you just on a regular basis and over time because all of this works over time to work with the subconscious mind this will actually start to work and you will feel hugely different and you'll realize that you don't have other people's energy in your space if you like anymore Although we're all connected we do have our own unique frequency you can see that we are vibrating at our own unique frequency and everyone else is as well and everything else is as well and this is how a lot this is how we can harness energy and how we can work with consciousness or frequencies or energies how we can work with them to make our life work better for us because when we start to work energetically with our energy on an energetic level we do create a better physical reality for us. Now, it may take a couple of weeks, even a couple of months. I think it took me three months. But eventually, it does start to get better. And it's just understanding or creating the awareness around the fact that we can only see 1% of what's around us. We are more than our physical body. We actually spread on an energetic level around nine feet outside of our physical body. So there's a lot of information in there that we're just not able to access because we just don't have the awareness that it's there. And once we create the awareness of understanding what's in our energy field, then we can start working with it. We can start working with our energy field to then create things, shift things, and start shifting that resistance or that low-density fog out of our energy field, like the springbok does in South Africa, and just start shifting it out of us so that we can actually start to experience a better reality. And of course, we need to consciously work on the mind as well. So we need to work on the mind to start clearing any limiting beliefs or belief structures that are not working well for you in this lifetime, that are not allowing you to have a good life. And we can do that through journaling, and even just through talking, you know, therapy is that, you know, so talking about these things, hypnotherapy as well, allows you to regress back into your subconscious mind to understand what's in there, what's holding you back, how can you release this from your from your energy field, through your directed intention, or through creating awareness of it. But most of all, don't despair. These things can take a couple of weeks, a couple of months, but that's nothing when you think about how long you're in this, in this life for. And actually, because we now know that there is a link between low vibrational energy or trapped emotions, trapped low vibrational energy and disease, removing any of this low vibrational energy from your energy field will also help you to live a healthier and longer life as well. So if you want to reach out to me and you know, ask any questions about today's episode or you know, any other episodes, you can email me on info at com, or my old email address is still up, elizabeth at com, or you can connect with me on social media and I'm on at Ruth elizabeth Hancock or at ruthelizabethh on Twitter. I really look forward to hearing your thoughts and your comments about this episode and to understand if this, something, if, this is, if this is something that resonates with you. Okay, so take care for now and I'll catch up with you next week. Okay, bye.